It's going to be a good day. Monday we do have a little bit left available here. Check us out familyfarmbeefbox.com. Thanks. Have a good day. Welcome back to Pacific Sitrep where we bring you what's happening around the world militarily. Welcome to the show my co-host uh, Colonel John Mills. Thank you, sir. Hey, Todd. Good morning. So uh, let's lay it out there. The, the lot's happened in the last week. What is the world looking like force structure-wise and uh, warfare-wise? Well, force structure, like, it, it's, uh, <clears throat> we do not have the force structure we used to have. And, yeah. and I'm very concerned with what's going on. We're, we are overextended. I mean, we have a woke military, a woke IC, even if we shovel more money at them, I mean, I, I don't think they could force structure their way out of a wet paper bag. Uh, yeah. So I, ideologically wrapped tight. Um, you know, we got uh, we can go into that. Uh, just just a quick reference to the latest on Israel and Hamas. I mean, we're in the phase one was the planning or phase zero was the planning phase for uh, Hamas, Iran and China. Phase one was the assault of October 7th, the deadly assault. Now, if we're into phase two, and this could become quite protracted, it's the information warfare stage. And right. uh, the Hamas launches a bunch of bottle rockets. These aren't bottle rockets. These are, you know, 50, 60, 70 pound devices that can you know, kill and maim a lot and blow up their own hospital. And what are they? It's the old Al Qaeda playbook. Uh, blame it on somebody else. You know, I, I looked at that video and it seemed it wasn't a, uh, a bomb or a bunker bus. And there was no crater. I mean, it was just fire. So it's probably one of these homemade rockets that spread shrapnel everywhere and, and, and have, you know, explosive in it. But that but it looked like just fuel from the rocket that burned the cars, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. They've become quite sophisticated in using a the UN or the World Health Organization comes in and lays water pipe. And yeah. as soon as it's laid, they dig it up, cut it up into sections, and that's the casing. It's also shrapnel when it explodes. Right. right. But they've gotten pretty sophisticated. Uh, you know, uh, you know, a good bomb maker, you know how you can identify a good bomb maker for the Islamic terrorists? He's still alive? Uh, he has no fingers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, bad bomb, bad bomb maker, <laughs> bad bomb maker. They're dead. Right, right. They've gone to pieces. So, uh, um, so that's what's going on. But force structure wise, I mean, during the height of the Cold War, we had in the Navy we had sixteen carriers, we had forty amphibious ships, we had close to six hundred and fifty. Uh, excuse me, 600 combatant vessels, what we'd rate as combatant vessels, not the military sea lift command support, not the national defense readiness reserve fleet uh, combat vessels. You know, now we're under 300 combat. We're half of what we used to be. Half. Yeah, yeah. But that also, not just half, I'd say we're more like 20 to 30% of what we used to be because a lot of key enabling features and capabilities are gone gone they're just out of the force structure people say oh well, we'll just reactivate them uh, they're gone 
Yeah. They don't exist anymore. And they're gone. Yeah. And, you know, it's, <laughs> in, in the army, we used to have, coincidentally enough, 16 divisions. And, but we had a lot of core artillery, core support for core is a grouping of right. two or more divisions. Um, heavy artillery. We used to have the eight inch, uh, eight inch big boys, uh, 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 the howitzers gone, gone, gone. Those are all gone. Well, we cut up a bunch of the barrels and used them for, uh, uh, with the super penetrating, uh, a bunker penetrating bomb, the GBU 28, I think it is, but yeah, we cut up the barrels. Uh, um, we, uh, Pershing, you know, we, Pershing is gone. You know, now we're finding ourselves really down in the count on long range fires with China. Uh, but all these capabilities gone. So yeah. when you look at the deployment map, of, let's just say naval force elements, it's pretty pathetic. You know, when we're listing Coast Guard, a, an individual Coast Guard cutter forward in the Federated States of Micronesia and Palau to be deterrence, when that's one of the key tracking items, yeah. you know, we're, we're in trouble. We're tracking we're trouble. A, a lone medium uh, the medium coast guard uh, medium endurance coast guard cutter that's on that that's on the map is a big deal well i laugh in that they fly a b-52 somewhere and that's like supposed to scare somebody i mean come yeah. on i mean it's a hundred year old airplane yeah it has yeah. capabilities but it's a hundred years old so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the north koreans take flights like that very seriously the chinese yeah. i mean they they do take parades are a show of deterrence and capability and the and the north koreans chinese and russians take these seriously but once the bullets start flying a lone b-52 i mean that has that that'll carry uh, 20 tomahawks that'll carry 20 lorazms or or jasms those are the long-range anti-ship missiles but that's 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 good but you need to fly be flying five six seven simultaneously to right. really pepper the area with fire so, uh, um, you know, and if we were flying one, we better have five to 10 ready to go on Guam to back it up. And we, we normally don't. So we, we have some weak force structure. You know, the other, the deployment map, and I'm not going to say where, uh, mm -hmm. but I, I, I'm, I have a pretty good idea where our major deployments are because I'm a trained professional as you are. Um, and uh, we have three carriers that are out of our 11. Congress requires we have 11 carriers now. Three of the 11 are what would be considered in not just forward, but actually at sea in forward operating areas. We have the uh, the Reagan that just uh, is home. It just did a port call in South Korea. Uh, North Korea just went back guano crazy on that. Um, so that's that's at sea and then you know the sailors uh do a do a short a short call and destroy the town and then we have you know you have to send in the lawyers to clean up the mess after the shores do to liberty so that's the reagan's over in south korea you got the uh uh eisenhower at, at high speed you know they can go about 30 knots so th you know the tap but the problem is they don't have the nuclear support. We used to have nuclear cruisers and destroyers that could cruise at 30 knots indefinitely. We don't have those anymore. We just, the only surface ship with nuke power, that's our carrier. So you got a bunch of uh, <clears throat> gas turbine Arleigh Burks eating up fuel. Uh, so you got to, and, and we don't have the fast, we don't have the fast replenishment ships anymore. They're gone. Fast replenishment ship was the 
key. A lot of people don't understand that about Navy. The AOEs, that's your keystone. And those could those could cruise at 30 knots too. And they were actually fairly heavily armed. And those things were 55, 60,000 tons. I mean, they were the size of a uh, of a midway class carrier. And, mm-hmm. and those were the key because you can't operate a carrier strike group without those, those all important AOEs. I don't think we have them in the inventory. We have to double check that. We used to have a beautiful set of AOEs that were they actually used the uh, the engines of uh, several uh, a number of battleships that were canceled at the end of World War II, like the Kentucky AOE. You know those things could really cruise, and they carried a lot of ordnance to to replenish the carrier strike group. They're gone, and and the, the enemy knows the game. You want to know where our forces are at? Just just follow the the military sea lift command ships, who often operate under different norms of operating standards and are very easy to track hint hint uh yeah. so you want you want to know where the carriers are at just know where where the msc ships are that are squawking and beeping and giving away all the signals so uh so we so we got the eisenhower going forward to join our newest carrier the ford uh, that's already in the eastern med we have the uh, baton amphibious ready group and it appears we only have one at sea right now worldwide we only have one amphibious ready group at sea and it was in the gulf of oman so the grand and wise decision uh, although iran's fingerprints are all over this the biden team said hey the the baton has great deterrence potential the the iranians get nervous when an amphibious ready group that has a lot of capability because you have a large deck amphib like the baton it can carry F-35s, carry a lot of helicopters. You have an LPD, which is a, a, a large vessel that can float on, float off landing. The yeah, I've landed, on, I've landed on those at night on goggles. It's oh yeah, it's sporty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 these are the San Antonios. These are these are these are twenty five thousand tons. These are a lot bigger than the LPDs we used to have. And then you have an LSD, not the drug. It's a it's a landing ship. Uh, that uh, carries it carries uh, additional landing crafts. So you always have a three pack for that amphibious strike group. They already deployed the LPD forward, so you don't normally break. That's a bad operating uh, behavior to break up the group. So they broke. They already sent the LPD from the group around through the the Suez and sent. So that's committed to the Eastern Med. Now they took. Now they're taking the baton and its LSD. Uh, and now there's so now we're taking they, they should have kept that there as as a as a message to Iran. But what did what did the Iranian agent riddle Biden regime do? They just took that off of Iran. So Iran's going, woo, we're we're in the clear. We don't have anything to worry about. And now now everything's jam packed in the Eastern Med. And it's like and, and if you look at the rest of the deployment map, we got a Coast Guard cutter in Vanuatu in, 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 the, in the Pacific. And that's it. Wow. Where is everything else? Well, well, we don't have it. So, let's talk solutions. What, what are if you were given the keys to the kingdom? What would you do right off the bat? I think I have to fire just about every uh, uh, admiral and general we have uh, at the three or four star rank. And this is this is like Casserine Pass. The army fire after our initial engagement with uh, in North Africa, the first engagement where the U.S. Army got schwacked by the by the hardened uh, not uh, German Africa Corps under Rommel. We had to fire just about every general and start all over again on the spot. And that's where Patton came to rise. 
So we have to fire every ad, just about every admiral and general. Now there's one admiral, I'm not going to name their name, who we shouldn't fire, but I think that that admiral might be the key to the future. He's a fighting admiral. Hmm. Um, there's a couple other fighting admirals, but I'm not going to name their names for operational security reasons. Uh, we have to totally new leadership. We have to bring in a new psychology and culture. We are back to war fighting. Yeah. That is the focus. All this crazed silliness over transgenderism over it's done all this crazed training over crt dei esd blah 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 out out and it's all we're back to world war ii industrial base issues you know during the war on terror we forgot about this art form and we're just saying, hey, we need, we need better new ballistic vests for the our, our soft operators in the war on terror. Not a problem. We need uh, new, better night vision goggles for our, oper our forward operators. Not a problem. We need a new fleet of ships. We got a problem. We don't have the industrial base. We got four crappy uh, leftover government shipyards from World War II crappy horrible shape we are our, our roughly eight major private shipyards several of them are pretty good pascagoula hunting at ingles yeah newport news electric boat uh bath iron fairly modern but here's the key bath which is bath iron depends for it to launch a ship it depends on this large floating dry dock structure guess where that's made China. China, yeah. So we we can't launch a a a, a ten thousand ton Arleigh Burke without a important critical asset made in China, untrusted. We can't trust that sucker. Yeah. Okay. That thing that thing you unevenly flooded dry dock as the Russians learned with their only carrier up in Murmansk. You know, I don't know if we had anything to do with that, but you you turn the wrong valves at the wrong time, that whole thing will literally flip over. They almost capsized their entire carrier in their dry dock up at Murmansk. Yeah. Now the Russians drink a lot. It probably, you know, I don't know if it was a CIA op or just them drinking, um, but uh, you know, Pascagoula, Mississippi, probably our best shipyard, Huntington, but it needs to be doubled in size. Mm -hmm. Can't launch. Of, and that's where we make all of our big deck amphibs and Arleigh Burks and our LPDs can't launch a vessel without a Chinese made floating dry dock that I, I think that can lift 70,000 tons. That's a big boy. Um, almost, almost a, a full nuclear carrier, but uh, this is crazy. We have a dependency on infrastructure that we don't know and I know my brothers and sisters at NSA, they've not even, it's not on the intelligence priority stack. They're not even paying attention to this. So, yeah, you know, not good. You know who's, who's paid attention to these valves and pumps in these critical assets? Nobody, nobody. You pointed out, said, hey, the eight major floating dry docks that the entire infrastructure depends upon, Five of them made in China. The other three very likely have been retrofitted. They're a little bit older, have been retrofitted with valves and pumps made in China. We can't trust these. Wow. We can't, we can't trust these. So besides new leadership, we need uh, a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, our industrial base is pathetic. I just flew in and out of St. Louis, our biggest plant. That place is hopping with several, you know, with uh, F-15 EXs, um, uh, 
a number of other military aircraft needs to be doubled in size. Yeah. Uh, our mis our missile production. We're we're very secretive as we should be on where exactly we're producing all these different missiles. But if being a trained professional, I can kind of figure it out from open source reporting. Yeah. We need to d double or triple the size of this. It, this is all about World War II industrial base art form, which we've lost the art form. Well, let's switch gears for a minute. That's depressing, but uh, we need new leadership, which the fight in the House is all about and the coming election. But I want to talk to you about the incident recently uh, with ST6 where Biden uh, docks them live on TV. Um, he did that before. I mean, uh, is this guy just doing this on purpose or what? Or is it just stupidity or what? What do you think? All, all of the above. I mean, I can just imagine Monday morning, somebody getting walked out of the gate and having their badge pulled as they leave the guard post at the Eisenhower Executive Office building at the White House. Yeah. I, can just, I know that's going to happen and it, you won't hear about it. I guarantee you they're going to slam several junior staffers that had their head up their rear end and were they're just not mature enough. They're too busy slurping their juice boxes and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, looking, you know, Figure, thinking about transgenderism and th this is so they're 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 going after trump and here we have a real operational security issue with real spill of classified of highly classified information yeah anything anything to deal do with tier one special operations in the jsoc element that's at a minimum top secret and we just spilled the beans on it um, so there needs to heads need to roll there needs to be massive investigation of course there won't be uh, well, maybe there will be. I mean, the, but we've, you know, the Biden team has penetrated with Iranian spies, as we're finding out. Uh, so, did they? Did they? Did they? Did they give? Did they help give cover to the whole assault by Hamas? Were they part of this exposure? Now we now we have personalities identified in SEAL Team Six. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, I mean, it's just basic. They're all, never supposed to show their 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 faces. Yeah, they're all their faces are always supposed to be blacked out. Yeah, they need to be blend. I mean, they're they have relaxed grooming standards. They're 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 different for a purpose. And when you show their face, it it destroys all that anonymity. Um, let me ask you one more thing. And we're getting reports now that the Hamas terrorists were surprised at the lack of uh, resistance by the Israelis, and that they roamed for long periods of time, much longer than they thought and captured and killed much more than they thought. Again, I think that's probably purposeful by someone, uh, whether from the top down, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like this was, uh, it, it was too easy. I mean, and I, and I interviewed uh, Josh Klein that's tight with Netanyahu and he said, no, this was just, you know, we were just not aware, but I, I, th I find that hard to believe. Your thoughts? Either way, this is not the Mossad or Israeli defense forces that you and I grew up with. They are not battle hardened. They are not experienced. They've had 20 years of relative peace. Yeah. The Gaza Strip has been woefully under-resourced for years and they've accepted huge risk. I don't know how they were able to pre-cut some of the fence line though, but that is because the, they the, the Israelis have depended heavily on robotics and autonomous vehicles to do the patrolling along the, the, the border. That is interesting. That sounds cool. It still doesn't make up for aggressive human interaction and, uh, and right. involvement. 
And so I think they learned an extremely hard lesson. Robotic vehicles, <clears throat> and there's this one scene of a tank that was overwhelmed. Tanks are not good patrol vehicles. Yeah. That's a really bad idea. This is a classic misuse of, of tanks. You, you want tanks to be on the move in mass. As soon as you send them out individually at slow speeds for patrol, you don't even need a tank because a tank, an individual tank at slow speed can be easily overwhelmed by trained ground personnel who know how to immediately mount the vehicle. And I'm, I'm serious right. about this. Right, right. You know, we, we lost M1s. Uh, they never breached. Our M1s with heavy armor were never breached during the war. But we did lose a number because, and I, I know a number, unfortunate. In fact, I, I know people who lost children, uh, sons who were tank commanders because the the uh, uh, the the fighters the terrorists in iraq learned how to mount our, our tanks and it's very easy to get on an m1 very low profile and when you're going at slow speed they, they they watch our own crews they learn ah that's how you get on the tank quickly get on the tank shoot the tank commander in the in the top of the head when he's not paying attention drop a grenade in it's over yeah yeah like that scene in red dawn with the f-15 pilot jumping on the tank <laughs> um, yeah yeah exactly yeah so anything else you want people to know yeah i i uh <clears throat> we're we're in the stage of international warfare we're 1938 the war started in september of 39 when uh the germans moved toward poland roosevelt and America was struggling. Uh, there was a lot of folks that said, you know, we're not, we're staying out, we're staying out, we're not involved. Others were trying to get our industrial base going. There was movement, but it still hadn't really turned on. And right now, our they've been screwing around with this for two years with Lloyd Austin lecturing the industrial base you know, with wokeism. You know, the industrial base is not going to turn on with wokeism. It's going to turn on with strategic clarity yeah. and America first leadership being lectured by wokeism is not going to turn on the industrial base. Completely agree. Thank you again, <laughs> Colonel, for your time. And we'll see you next week. Todd, thank you. It's a great show. Love doing this with you. Thank you. Take care.